There we were at the landfill, Melissa and myself, trying to dispose of a bunch of rocks that we had inherited with our home when we bought it years ago. All these rocks we had put into a truck went to the landfill, and as we were trying to get them off of the truck, we realized, to our chagrin, that we had not brought any shovels to the landfill. And so we are now going to have to use our hands and be on our hands and knees, using our hands to get rid of rocks, not massive boulders, but pretty big rocks, weighing a few pounds apiece. We had to scoot them off, and some of them lighter weight than I guess, but we had to scoot them off the truck into the landfill. And so as we spent 30, maybe 45 minutes trying to do this, and we were using our hands and branches that we found at the landfill, it kind of got me thinking about acquiring things and possessing things. And then if just a, over the last couple of weeks, my wife and I have bought a couple businesses and a couple offices. And these offices have been full of stuff, maybe extra copiers or scanners and just a bunch of electronics and chairs and desks. And we acquired all of that. And then we have to figure out, okay, do we want to keep this? Do we want to sell it? Do we want to upgrade? What do we want to keep? What do we want to get rid of? We've disposed of, sold, got rid of whatever, phones and all kinds of different things. So as I've thought about all of that, I've come to some ideas and some thoughts that I th thought might help you. When you go to buy anything, a house, a car, furniture, cell phone, it's, it is wonderful to think about a few different things. Not just the price on the outside of the item on the price tag, if you will. Not even necessarily what it will cost from day of purchase throughout the entire time you have it, but those costs as well as acquisition cost, the storage. What does it take to keep this item? Do you have to dust it? Do you have to clean it? What do you have? Do you have to pay someone to maintain it? Do you have to fix it? What is this item going to cost you long-term? But then someone in a blog recently also reminded me of the disposal cost. So there's acquisition costs. There's the storage cost. There's the ownership cost and the disposal cost because some, eventually you're going to have to get rid of it. Is it a battery that you can't just dispose of in a landfill? Are you going to have to recycle this? Is it something where you're going to have to sell? Maybe it's a house you've kept for years, but at the end, you're going to have to sell it. Will the market support you at that time to sell it? Will there be enough buyers or the right buyer? I think of books over the years. My wife and I have accumulated maybe three or 400 books. That's what we currently have, but we had many other books that we bought, sold, gave away, whatever, donated. But what did we pay to get those books? That was one cost, maybe five bucks a book, 25 bucks a book or whatever. And those books have been invaluable to helping us to learn about family relations, business, leadership. But what did it take to store them? We had to buy bookshelves. We had to sort them. We had to dust them or whatever. And then when we get rid of them, now someone is going to have to load them up and donate them or list them on Craigslist or KSL Classifieds just to maintain something and to get rid of something and to buy. These are all huge costs. It lends me to my belief that you should maximize your value and your joy and your experiences in life, but minimize what it takes to get there. For instance, I've talked a few times about RVs, how fun those can be. Would I ever buy an RV and have it in my driveway? Probably not. Well, why? 
Well, because the acquisition to acquire that vehicle is probably 10, 20, 30, 50, $100,000. Okay. But then to maintain it, I now need to put insurance on it every year of a few hundred dollars. And every year I probably have to pump up the tires or replace the tires or I have to worry about vandals that might do something to the RV. I'm going to have to worry about an annual registration of 50 bucks, 100 bucks, 400 bucks, whatever that may be. So now every year I'm going to have to pay an ownership cost, not just to acquire originally, which is a huge amount of money. Whereas the alternative is, hey, let's go on a one, two week, three week, four week trip. Okay. Let's go rent an RV for $1,000, $500, $2,000. Ooh, that's a lot of money, isn't it? No, it's a fraction of what it would be to buy it. Yeah, but you don't own it. Exactly. Now I don't need to register it. Now I don't need to fix the tires. Now I don't need to pay for insurance. When the engine has some problems or the whatever system on there, I don't have to fix it. When it gets too old and it's not as beautiful, maybe it's three, four, five years old, I no longer have to worry about how much can I sell it for. It's now a depreciated liability. It sucked money from me and now I have to sell it for less than I bought it. That's not a good allocation of money. Same thing with a boat. I remember a book my dad shared with me over 30 years ago, about 28 years ago. That book talked all about why acquire all these possessions that are going to, why get a boat, $30,000 boat, $10,000 boat, even a $500 boat. Well, that's a good price, isn't it? Yeah, but now every year you got to register the boat. Every year you're going to have to take care of insurance on the boat, even if it's just for a few weeks or a few months. You're going to have to get a trailer for the boat. You're going to have to make sure you have a hitch for the boat and probably a truck or an SUV to pull the boat. You're going to have to worry about storage. Is it going to be on your property? And if so, is it going to be under a tarp or do you have to build something to cover it? Do you need to pay storage fees for it? Boats, RVs, all those things. They're wonderful, except wouldn't it make sense to just rent them instead of buy them so that your storage and ownership cost isn't so great? And when you go to sell them, they're worth 5, 10, maybe 15% of what you bought them for. So now there's the disposal cost. You're not making your money back. You're actually losing tens of thousands of dollars. Case of RV or ATVs, it might be just 5,000 or 8,000 or 10,000 is all that you lose. Except as we have also covered, when you pay five or $10,000 for an ATV or maybe 15,000 for a side-by-side, you actually had to earn maybe 20 or 25,000 for that side-by-side because you were taxed on some of that. So then you just bought a depreciating liability, something that's going to cost insurance and taxes and registration, all that every year, just because you wanted to have something that you possess. What if you rented it for a few days a year or multiple times a year at 200 bucks a shot? It'd still probably save you thousands of dollars in the long run. Next time you go to buy anything, consider what it's going to cost to acquire it, what it's going to cost to store it and to maintain it, what it's going to cost to dispose of it when you're done. That, my friend, will help you to make really good decisions. Your financial intelligence will soar through the roof. Good luck.